Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. My name is Mike Kapler. With me, of course, as always, Joel Barizaki. And we're here for about 15 minutes with you again to uh, pick up on where we left off last time, Joel. Of course, every week we, we like to hopefully bring a little more freedom into your life because, uh, look, religion has had its place in, in, uh, here in, in this country for, for uh, just decades upon centuries now, I guess, but, and around the world for, for many centuries. But most of the time what happens with religion is a lot of bondage, um, a lot of guilt, a lot of frustration. And uh, they all take away from the gospel, which has been uh, given to us to share with all the world. And so hopefully when we get done today, you'll feel a little bit better about your position in Christ and w- with who you are as a person. Well, I agree with you. There is plenty of uh, religion and legalism to go around in the world today. <laughs> it's ju- it is wherever you go. And it's nothing new either. I mean, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Maybe it just maybe changes its face a little bit from time to time. But ever since you know, ever since Paul's day and, and the day uh, you know when this gospel was really getting more widespread uh, you know with with the apostles and with the disciples spreading the word uh, the things that they were persecuted we kind of talked about this a bit last time but the uh, the things that they were persecuted for the things that are different from kind of what <laughs> uh, what people think that we're persecuted for these days we think oh we're persecuted because we're just goody two shoes but what you were saying last time, Mike, was that a lot of the time when you've been spreading this good message, this grace message, the persecution that comes to us is from legalists, from from people who have religion deeply ingrained into their souls. And that's the type of persecution, really, that happened to the early church. In fact, we read out of Galatians uh, where Paul says that some false brethren had been brought in secretly to, to, sti- uh, to uh, they came by stealth to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage or that they might make us slaves. They, they, they had brought, the, they had come in to try to kind of say, hey, what's all this freedom stuff about? We need to get these people back. Uh, to live and by the law. And they were trying to bring these these new Christians, these Galatians, into bondage. And Paul says that they didn't yield uh, to them, even for an hour, because Paul wanted the, the truth of the gospel uh, to continue. And what a lot of people, what legalists and people, religious people think of the gospel is, well, here, you need to start, you're a Christian now, so you start doing this, start doing that, and start doing everything right now. And Paul was kind of coming at things from a different point of view, that Jesus came to give us freedom. Sure, we want to maintain good works. We want to be a shining light in this world, uh, and 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 all of that. But that's not what you know. Christ didn't come uh, to change our behavior. He came to change our status with God from being not right with God and to being in bondage by trying to keep ourselves right with God by works, he changed our status to being right with God and to having freedom in Christ Jesus. 
Well, these people who came to spy out their liberty, as, as the Bible says that you were talking about, Joel, it, they sort of come from the same mold as the, the people who followed Jesus around, the, the Pharisee religious types. You know, Michael W. Smith had a song out years ago called Secret Ambition. Mm -hmm. And there he was kind of talking about some of the religious people who would, you know, sort of look at Jesus as such a threat because he was stealing their lambs away. <laughs> and here these people are coming along saying, you know, religion isn't supposed to be fun like this. People aren't supposed to be having such a good time. You're supposed to be more solemn, uh, you know, under under more of a burden. Uh, that isn't what Jesus taught us, though, of course. And In fact, you know, Joel, I was just looking. I know we're in Galatians, but let me just pop over to 1 Timothy for a couple of verses. I find it interesting. And again, keep in mind, we're not talking about the world here in the sense that we've got unbelievers um, causing persecution to the ones who believe in Jesus. These are religious folks causing the persecution. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll find that that's pretty much what Jesus had to put up with, as well as much of the first church. Maybe even you, especially if you're going to be walking uh, the grace walk uh, in unconditional love that God has given to you. So in First uh, Timothy 4, uh, Paul says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith. We were talking about faith last time giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to stay away from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. And the point here, Joel, is that these folks were coming in, or Paul was suggesting that they would come, I guess, uh, if they hadn't already, and are going to tell you what you can't do. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, usually the, the legalist is always there to tell you that, you know, you, you can't do that, you can't do this, you need to behave this way, not that way. And I'm not saying there's not some validity to, to proper behavior in the Christian life, so don't misunderstand. But this is, this is what the law does, this is what religion does. It's, it's, it's what brings bondage, always focusing on what you can't do. Why would you want to stay away from certain foods? unless it was for health reasons or something. Uh, if God created it to be uh, given to you and to be received with thanksgiving, then go for it. The Bible also says in the New Covenant that really one day shouldn't be placed above another, as it was in the Old Covenant. You know, there are those who might think Sundays are a special day or even Christmas Day or Easter. Those are certainly uh, special days sometimes because we recognize what they stand for. But really, in, in God's eyes and, and in our lives, there isn't one day more holy than another. Yeah, and, and doesn't so much of this just go? Uh, just it's just the opposite of what uh, of what people would say today about departing from the faith. Uh, you know, if 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 today some would say, well, so and so fell away from the faith, that would mean to many people, well, so and so started doing this, started doing that, started started uh, doing things that you're not supposed to do as a Christian. Whereas the point here in First Timothy is that those who depart from the faith, just to kind of uh, accent your point here, is that uh, are those who say you shall do this, you shall not do that. Basically, uh, these people are saying, or Paul is saying that those who are going to depart from the faith are those who start making this list of rules uh, that you can live by or can't live by, and that is bondage. You know, going back to Galatians, that's bondage. That's what Paul's called bondage, that if you're going to live by the law, 
then you are then you have to live by the thing fully uh, and and nobody can do that the whole thing is that it's it's all about being in bondage until you come to Jesus Christ by faith and in and when you come to Christ in faith then you have liberty then you have freedom where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom and we can live finally in freedom not with a roller coaster ride of being up and down about am i doing this right am i living right oh man I'm, am i ever going to make this christian life work we can live with freedom going you know what moment by moment step by step jesus christ he's in me he lives in me uh, no matter what anybody says there might be people looking with their noses in the air, looking down on me, uh, trying to make me feel bad about myself. But I'm not going to live by what they think of me. I'm going to live by the very fact that Jesus Christ's blood, he shed his blood for me. And I have freedom in Christ, and and I'm going to live in that freedom. Well, yeah, what you've got, you know, are, are people going around trying to establish their own righteousness, like we had talked about a couple of programs ago, Joel. Uh, Paul talked about it in uh, back in Romans. Uh, the Jews went about trying to seek uh, or and or establish their, their own righteousness instead of, and of course you do that by, by the do's and the don'ts, uh, commandments of the law, uh, the things that you, you know, try to do to, to make yourself in, in better standing with God. That's not... That's not the faith. <laughs> the faith is trusting in what he has done, not in what we do. You see, because if we have to trust in what we do or don't do, we're doomed. You see, we're doomed because God requires perfection, you see. And that perfection has been found in the man, Jesus Christ. And, you know, this can happen to anybody. I mean, the the falling kind of back <laughs> and again when we're when when I'm talking about falling away from Christ I'm talking about falling to legalism falling to uh, trying you know, trying to maintain your yourself by the rules and the regulations because you know Paul goes on to give a, a great example of this Peter of all people he had known the grace and the mercy of Christ face-to-face like nobody had ever known because Peter, as you know, he had done a lot of things. He had denied Christ, and he'd messed up a lot. And he he knew the grace of Christ because he knew that Jesus never held this stuff against him, but, but he lived his life in grace. But yet, uh, some years later here, Paul's talking about that Peter came to Antioch. Paul had to oppose him to his face because he was basically being a hypocrite because... Well, at one time, Peter thought it was okay to eat with the Gentiles, but when certain legalists came around, uh, Paul says before certain men from James came around, uh, Peter would eat with Gentiles. But when these legalists arrived, Peter would draw back, uh, separate himself from the Gentiles, because he was afraid of the legalists, and the other Jews that were around Peter would join Peter in his hypocrisy, and even uh, by their hypocrisy, it says even Barnabas was led astray. So all these people, who, who especially Peter, they were close to Jesus. They knew this grace and the mercy. They knew that Jesus came to save the Gentiles. They knew that salvation wasn't by keeping the law. Even these people, they they fell into this legalistic mindset. Part, you know, and and part of this, of course, as Paul says, it was because Peter was afraid of these legalists. But nevertheless, he. 
he, he fell back, fell, so to speak, fell from grace because he started trying to make other people live like Jews when he knew that he himself didn't have to live like a Jew in order to be saved. And so it can happen to anybody. And the, the wonderful thing is, is that Jesus Christ is there to remind us all the time. And I hope that through our program, Growing in Grace, I hope through that through Grace Walk Ministries or through wherever you can get your, your, uh, your, wherever you can get this message of freedom in Christ, of the grace of God, that you will be encouraged by the Holy Spirit to live in freedom, to live in the freedom that Christ came, Christ came to give us because he came to take us out of bondage, out of slavery, out of being in bondage to the law. And he came to give us freedom so that we could have eternal life and that we could enjoy that, that abundant life right now here on earth. Well, it all comes down to love and what that means. And for a long time in my Christian life, Joel, I, I didn't really know what love meant. Um, I experienced love. I had experienced some of God's love but, and love with other people. Um, but I didn't really understand what the God kind of love was and, and the power that it had to, to naturally change people instead of people trying to, to change or, or to perform out of duty or obligation. Love will, will change your heart. It will help change your mind. And, and bring you into the place where God wants you to be. And that's something that law can never do. <laughs> I mean, law can, if you're afraid, if you're afraid of God and you think you need to keep the commandments, and so you change for those reasons, sure, your behavior can change, but your heart doesn't change. And the only thing, like you're saying there, Mike, the only thing that can really make you change is love. And that's that's the love that Jesus Christ gave to us perfectly. Well, I'm Joel Brzezicki, Mike Kapler along with me. Our program, Jolene and Grace. If you want to get a hold of us, you can check out graceroots.org. And we'll be back again with you next time for more talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezicki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 